0: Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. My name is Joseph M. Smith, and I'm excited to bring you episode two. That's right, episode two of two <laughs> of Tech Niche Tips. And I have a special one for you today. Yet yeah, Last one was special too. It was the founder of Course Careers, Troy. But this time around, I have a fellow graduate of mine. Yes, that's right, a fellow graduate of mine from Course Careers and from another tech boot camp that he's going to talk to you about as well. And his name is Jeremiah, and I'm so excited to bring him on. Jeremiah, welcome to the show. This is exciting. I'm so glad to have you.
1: Thank you for bringing me on, Joseph. Um, I'm excited to uh, tell my story and hopefully it help somebody put them in the right direction.
0: Fantastic. This is going to be really good. And so just for the audience, as well as for all of us here, anybody that's watching, I just want you to know the format of how we normally do things here on Tech Niche Tips, right? So the format we start off with is basically called Boots to the Brain. So what does the boots mean? Boots is symbolic of the journey one takes to get where they are right now. And that is a crucial part because all the different things that they go through is who they are right now and is why they became the person that they are right now. And then the second half is going to be the brain. And the brain is symbolic of the mindset that you need to have, not only to get to where Jeremiah is, but also to scale from there. With that being said, Jeremiah, we're going to talk about your journey first. The boots, right? (laughs) The boots that you walked in. Maybe the Timberlands. I don't know what size you wear. (laughs) The boots that you walked in. And we'll start from the very beginning because the very beginning is a good place to start
1: all right so from the very beginning i come from a manufacturing background i did it for about 15 years and it kind of ran its course i did a little bit of everything in that market i learned a lot i was able to get in management quality engineering the whole nine and i wanted to do a little bit of something different with my life and then i was scrolling on youtube and i had the cyrus effect i ran across course careers and from that moment, I looked at his video, and I went another day. And I also happened on YouTube again. I seen a course career ad itself, so uh, I got curious, looked into it. I did the introduction courses, and I said, you know what? It's only five hundred bucks. I'm gonna go for it. And I have to say that is the best five hundred dollars I ever spent, <laughs> hands down hands down. I liked the curriculum. I met you guys. And it really helped change the narrative of things. It put things in perspective. Tech, I knew was there. I always was interested in tech, but I just didn't know how to break into tech. I always thought that you had to be like a year or you had to be a coder, or you had to be this high level executive to get into tech. And that is not the case. I just hope that people will hear my story, hear all of the ideas that you bring on this show that it's very possible to break into tech. And you don't have to be a coder and you don't have to be a genius. You just have the drive, willingness to want to learn and want to win ultimately.
0: No, that's amazing. You're absolutely right. You have to have that drive. And like they said in the last video with Troy, perseverance in order to make it. Now, yeah. I want to peel the onion back a little bit. because I know we talked about your work experience, but I want to talk. Everybody can hear the country twang in your voice, brother. They, so they might want to know a little bit about your background, like where you're from, your upbringing, a little bit about your, how, where you were raised. Could you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Yeah, I'm from Alabama. I got the Southern accent. (laughs) Yeah, I grew up with both of my parents. So They were hardworking. They instilled some values in me. To this day, that I never seen my daddy miss a day of work. He always provided. My mother, she was always there. So I have to give them a lot of credit on on my upbringing. Without them, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at now. Now, I do have the privilege to really want to make it in this tech industry. Once you come in, it's like, wow, I didn't know all of this was here. And I have to say that the different culture it aligns with some of my values in life. And that's the biggest thing. You know, we're peeling back the onion. You have to look at companies these days that what matters to you. Do they value family time? Do they value time off? Do they value your acceleration of of your career? All of those things matter and they have to align. Your core values have to align with them and vice versa. You want to, we spend a lot of time, back in the day, we used to spend a lot of time at work. Now the narrative is changing. It's more work-life balance. It's more of family time. That's what people want. People want to earn a, a fair wage and they want to be able to spend time with their family or other things they have, other aspirations they have in life. They don't want to have to necessarily trade all their time for money.
0: That is absolutely true. As a family man myself, I can attest to this. And so when you were speaking about family. I wanted to ask you, how much has your family influenced you? You talked about your father being a hard worker. Obviously, you have you show that. I know that for myself by just working with you, that you are a hard worker. For the those that don't know, this brother went to two tech boot camps. He didn't just say one. He didn't talk about it just now, but he went to two of them. <laughs> so, is there anybody hardworking like that? I don't know, but he went to two of them. So can you talk a little bit more about your family? And it doesn't have to be... It could be your current family. It could be the family that you are raised in. But talk about how your family influenced you in regards to your pursuit of tech.
1: So I could tell you the biggest cheerleader that I had in my corner with this was my wife. And she is a firm believer of opportunities. You have to take it because sometimes a lot of times we got to get out of the mindset that opportunities are just going to come to us. Sometimes we had to go to them when we see that opportunity. So a lot of times it's just opening the door and just walking through it. And she has been very supportive along this journey. And she is getting curious about the tech industry also. Who knows, six months from now, 12 months from now, uh, I do have some goals that I'm trying to meet. I'm a firm believer, write down your goals. That is a big thing because you don't A clear path, you're not going to get to your destination. You're just going to be wasting a lot of time and not knowing having a gauge of where you went. And then tie back into my parents with this, they all driven having goals and having dreams and doing what you have to do to make those dreams come true. It takes a little bit of sacrifice, if a little bit of money, a little bit of time, but it all pays off.
0: I agree. A little bit of money, a little bit of time, but it all pays off. That's a quote from Jeremiah, people. Take that to the bank. It may take a little bit of time, sacrifice. It may take a little bit of money, sacrifice. It all works out in the end. That's great. Now, I'm not going to skip over the fact because I know this, that you are a businessman as well. Can you talk to the people a little bit about business and the business that you're in? And then I got a question to follow up after that. But can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm in the transportation industry. And that has kind of aligned to what I'm doing now. Also, I have to say that being in tech, it makes you a better entrepreneur also. You, you may be organized, but once I start learning different things, skill sets, different tools, different technology tools, to add in your tool bag, it definitely enhanced that side of things too. So I'll say that tech, it does everything in our life right now, from the guy that delivering the pizza, to the lady that's checking us out, to YouTube, to this MacBook that we're on right now. And Tesla vehicles and vehicles now, semi-trucks, self-driving trucks. So I just don't want people to just go by and not pay attention to what's going on because technology is changing everything around us and making us more efficient. Some people fear that they're going to take jobs. I feel like it's just making jobs more efficient, in my opinion.
0: I agree. I agree. Technology has always been a part of mankind. It started with the wheel and then it went to the horse and buggy and we got cars and we got planes now. So we always had technology as a part of innovation that has caused us to grow as a society. Now, the, the, if you didn't catch that, y'all, he said that his work, his job, his entrepreneurial job, his business, I should say, the business that he has, he actually is using tech right now in this tech job, they're incorporated almost like one is washing the hand of the other. And that is a great point to make because some people may feel like, oh, I can't transfer my skills, my knowledge, all this experience I have to tech, where there's industry, people in the industry that are waiting for your skills, knowledge, and expertise to come in and do all this amazing things with it in the tech space. And we're going to get to that for sure. But I want to go back to Jeremiah in high school. I'm going to go back a little bit. So because you, to me, brother, you're a very wise, humble dude. And for me, I want to find out, is this the same Jeremiah that was all the way back in high school?
1: Pretty much. I gained a lot of wisdom over the years. I spent a lot of time with my grandparents growing up. So a lot of my wisdom came from my grandparents on both sides. And just I look at life a little bit different. I have a different approach on life. I'm big on being very grateful for the moment. I can't worry about yesterday and I can't worry about tomorrow. I just have this very moment that I can do my best in. And that's my approach on life. Back in high school, I did music as far as margin band, concert band. I played basketball. I was part of SGA. I was part of summer breach programs. So I was very active as a kid and I'm thankful for that. A lot of times I probably didn't want to when I was a kid sometimes, but I'm thankful now because it, it kind of incorporated my work ethic.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. You were an evolved, you had a hard work ethic and you are grateful. I'm going to stay in that word before we move on there. Grateful for a second. Can you talk about A moment in time and if you could remember one where gratefulness really not only helped you but it really set you up for the for this time that you're in now because what you said is important i'm I'm saying this will give you a chance to really think about your response but gratefulness in today's society in a microwave society that we live in people can lose sight of gratefulness they can lose sight of the things that they have in their possession that they need to be thankful for. So I want you to bring everybody, bring myself, everyone else listening down to earth and talk about gratefulness for a second there. Can you expound upon that and how it has
1: helped you currently? Absolutely. It might be a point in time, I may be speaking to somebody out there. You may have a job that you don't like. Guess what? You can change that. But be grateful in that time being. If you be grateful for the small things, the big things, you'll be blessed with bigger things. You just have to live in that moment, learn from it. There's a reason why you're in that situation. Every situation is a learning point. If you don't learn from a situation, you'll continue to repeat it. I'm a big fan on being grateful and learning. Both of them go hand in hand. If you can learn be grateful, you'll be thankful and everything will fall into place. And then go back to goal setting. All of this tie into place. When you're grateful, you're, okay, I want to do this, but how I'm going to get there? Your goals are your roadmap. If you have Mm a roadmap, sometimes you may have to take detours. But if you got Mm -hmm. that map, you can come back to your moral compass. You can reach your North Star. So write down your goals. Be grateful every day. And just try to be 1% better than you was the day before. And all of it will fall in place.
0: Mm, Just 1% better than you were the day before. I'm going to say that for the people in the back that didn't hear you. Just (laughs) 1% better. For those that are anxious, going through tech boot camps and wondering what I need to be, I need to be X, Y, and Z today. Just 1% better, 1% better each day. That's amazing. Now, I really am excited to have you on the show because I know that there are people here that are similar to you who have a business and they're trying to find capital for it. They're trying to find some way to add and build that business. And I wanted you to be on here specifically because I believe that you got it when it comes to understanding that tech can be that solution to providing capital for the everybody, for your dream, basically. And so could you speak to the entrepreneur who's interested in breaking into tech for that very reason?
1: Very can. I can. And I can say this. I was very transparent with my employer that I was an entrepreneur. I did own a business. I think that's very big because some companies can see that as a conflict of interest if you're in the same industry they are. My company, they're a technology company for the transportation industry. I'm in the transportation industry. So I was very upfront. They took a chance on me and I'm happy they took a chance on me. And I'm sure they feel the same way about me. You can use your nine to five to fund your business. But it's other ways that you can fund your business. I'm a big fan of you got to get your personal credit straight so you can gain access to business credit, credit lines. That's how I built my funding for my business. having trade lines, American Express credit lines. You got to work on yourself first before you just jump in, in the deep end of the pool, per se, with a business, because a business is not for everybody, but... I'm a fan of everybody's curiosity about starting a business. Do your due diligence or the industry. Ask people, ask for help, do your research because people can tell you anything. But if you know for yourself,
0: if you know for yourself, I feel like Biggie should have said that in the song somewhere. If you know for yourself, if you don't know. No, no, no. I, I, I love that, man. I love that, man. We're going to stay in this entrepreneurship thing for a little bit because this is what people like, this is the goal that people want to hear about. So how do you manage your personal business while working in tech? Because that's a lot of hours to put in there. How do you manage the two?
1: It's all about priority. I look at it this way. I got three main priorities in my life right now. I have God, I have my family, and I have work in my business. So those are my priorities at the moment. And what I do is I just dedicate a little time here and there toward my business on the main things that I need to do to keep it running. I got it to a point where it kind of runs itself now. I'm not so involved with it. That is a blessing but I'm not a control freak. I don't think so, but I like to know what's going on and everything in every second. But you have, to, you have to trust people. You have to build trust with people first of all. And you gotta build, I'm big on building the right clientele because every dollar is not a good dollar. Some people that you can try to get the best discounts to them, from my personal experience, they become some bad customers. And some higher paying clients, they know your expertise. They know that you're not going to put them in a bad situation. They have that trust with you and they're going to refer you to other people also. So it's a win-win situation. My day start around 5 a.m. I'm up, hit the gym, work out. And then I start my work day around 7 a.m., do that to 4 p.m. And I'm currently about to wrap up a internship that I'm doing with my second bootcamp for sales engineering. So I kind of balance that. I do that for hours or two every day, depending on how long class is. So I'll be finished with that internship next week. So I've been kind of spread a little thin, but I, I, this is what I asked for. This, that is the thing. A lot of times you gotta be careful on what you ask and pray for. Sometimes it'll just happen. on a a drop of a dime and I'm excited for the future. So I don't feel burned out. It actually gives me a lot of joy and a lot of energy because I do, and then I take time throughout the day. I dedicate like 30, 40 minutes a day, just answering messages on LinkedIn because I was at a point one time just asking people questions. Now I'm in a position that I can help people uh, that wanna be helped. That's the key, that is the key. I try to tell people do your research before we continue on in our conversation, just to just to see if this is what you want to do. If that's what you want to do, hey, I help you in a way I can. Man,
0: you were in line when you said you're hardworking. <laughs> you said wake up at five a.m., go to the gym, do your do the tech sales job because we didn't talk about it too much. But you're a BDR, business de- development mm. representative, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. So you're doing all the research, outreach, and discovery in the sales cycle. And then you have an internship on top of that. And not to mention your own business that you have to run. That is fantastic. So we don't have excuses, people. You heard it from Jeremiah himself. He's doing all this stuff. We don't have excuses. We got to make sure that we are doing it. And all this, you get chance to spend time with your family, too? That's amazing.
1: Yes, I do. That's a non-negotiable with me. Me and my wife, we have dinner together every evening. That's a non-negotiable. Sorry. Mm. That's that's a non-negotiable.
0: I love that. And here's what I'm going to tell people. Sometimes it's not the quantity. Notice he's spending a certain amount of time at the gym, a certain amount of time at his job, a certain amount of time at his internship, and a certain amount of time with his wife. It's about the quality. And the quality time that they could have together in that moment that they're eating together can be equivalent to eight hours. And so I encourage people to not to be have the mindset here of that, not striving for Im, not striving for balance, strive for imbalance, but provide quality in those areas or right quality in those areas that need it. So that's a really good tip that he provided. So I'm going to go back to the entrepreneurial thing a little bit more because. You said you saw we were talking about skills earlier. Now I want you to be a little bit specific because some people they're still hanging their head about this. They're probably like, "Yeah, but I was I was either a babysitter or I was working a particular job where I don't feel that my skills could transfer over to tech sales." So I want you to talk about the transferable skills specifically if you can that you were able to transfer over to your to tech sales from your business and from your business to tech sales, vice versa. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Absolutely. The biggest thing is communication, interacting with people. We do that every day. I think a lot of time when people hear about cold calling or tech sales, they think that, oh my God, we're going to face rejection. And my approach to that is people are not rejecting you they're rejecting the product, they're rejecting the service, and it's up to you to figure out why. You got to probe deep into it because a lot of times some of my best situations to date will be a business of VDR is getting people to see the problem in their business or why they need our solution because a lot of times people don't even think about They're going to save me eight hours or they're going to save me a lot of time. I don't have to pay this person to do this and it'll only take me five minutes to do it. So when you start throwing them implication questions out there and they're like, wow, okay, I'm going to give this a shot. (laughs) Those skills are very transferable. Communication, uh, just talking to people. We do that every day. If it's social media, we do it every day and the cold calling part the more you do it the easier it becomes I, people hang up with me all the time and i don't take it personally i just okay they lost out on a very good product a very good service a level of service and you just got to keep it moving you got to keep it moving everybody got skills to transfer into tech you just have to be honest with yourself and say hey I'm willing to put the work in to enhance my skills. I'm a firm believer that you don't have to go chasing after a million certificates to enhance your skills. You don't. I would really focus on the skills that require me of a job that I'm applying to. Then I would look at a certificate or a certification at that point. There's a lot of people that just think that you can just get certs and that's fine. And I'm not against that. But really, be mindful of your time, and is that really gonna help the skill set that you have? That's
0: right. It's really gonna help the skill set that you have. Recruiters look at that too, and they want to make sure you're focused. <laughs> if you don't seem, if you seem focused, then they're like, "Okay, a man divide a, a mind divided, a double-minded man. I don't know if we can work with this or double." <laughs> <laughs> so he, and
1: another skill that, another, another skill that, I'm sorry to cut you off but I just thought about this another skill that you need to have is being organized as being a BDR you have to be very organized you have to have a regiment every day and that's really how I get through my day I start my day at 5am I have to stay on my schedule because things happen things come up and you got to be able to maneuvered it. You may have a customer that ran a little too long and you have another appointment you need to try to set for your AE. So you got to be mindful of your time management.
0: Absolutely. And just to add a little bit, because people may not know, I don't know about you, Jeremiah, but my manager is not breathing down my neck. They're just there to make sure the calls are done, right. your quota, get your quota in, and then that's it. And they'll reach out to you probably a couple of times a week. Make sure you're good. Or if you have a question, you can reach out to them whenever, of course. But no, it's different in tech. They're not breathing down your neck, right?
1: No, they're not. And that's what I love about it. You set yourself up. You can either do two things in this situation in tech. You can set yourself up for success or you can set yourself up with failure. And what I mean by the failure part is developing bad habits in the beginning of your career. Now, I'm a firm believer in asking for help. I love my company that, you know, I can ask for help on a drop of a dime. Nobody's never too busy. It's a one team mindset. And another thing to be successful in this business, you got to understand that some days going to be a little bit harder, but it's not a total wash. You just got to come back, step up to the plate and go hunt again and just keep that same mindset and just keep going. Mm,
0: go hunt again. Oh, man. Oh, man. I paid tribute. <laughs> the hunting game, <laughs> Jeremiah, before I get to the brain, because we're about to wrap it up soon, I have a question that I think just popped in my head. I think it's good because you did mention that internship. So just for clarity's sake, a lot of people don't know you did two tech boot camps. Can you explain which ones they were and why so that people can understand a little bit more of your journey?
1: All right, to go back onto my journey, this was an interesting one. So I did course careers from the start to finish to actually landing a role. I did the course in 29 days and I landed a actual role in seven days. So 36 days total that it took me to finish, start, finish and land a role. And I tell people that may not be typical to that. But don't base my journey on intimidating you. That can't happen. You may be able to do it in five days. Who knows? But I had a goal in mind. I was looking at, okay, I want to do this boot camp in 30 days and have a goal and try to land a job 30 to 45 days. And I exceeded that goal. So I I got into doing a business development rep. And then I'll start looking around and take and say, hey, this is an interesting type deal. You can do anything in here once you get your foot in the door. It's I another boot camp that I just completed called Career Risk Sales Engineering Program. And it is a 10-week total program, six weeks of core classes, and four weeks of an optional internship. And I decided to do the internship. For just additional knowledge, information, uh, and just love my instructors from the course. It's a live teaching, and that was the little bit of different from course careers. I loved the course careers because it was self-paced. I kind of set my day up, and I had to go, okay, I'm going to do this much. I'm going to read this much, and I'm going to take these many quizzes. So it kind of set me up with a routine every day, and I loved it. And in the last piece of I'll be done with the internship next week and I already start talking to my company that I'm currently employed with that I'm very interested in a sales engineering role. And yeah, so I suggest if you land in a tech company, just go ahead and have that plan in your mind. Okay, this is what EDR, SDR, or I might be an account executive. I might want to pivot and do something else. There's nothing wrong with it. This space is so big. The possibilities are endless. It's just about your personal preference on where you want to be.
0: That's right. It's about where you want to be. And just to piggyback on what Jeremiah said, there's the sales kind of trajectory of being an SDR, sales development representative, or BDR, Then there's an account executive, which comes next, and then there's sales manager. But in regards to sales, in regards to tech itself, there's so many areas you could do from product management to customer success, like the list goes on and on. And so this is fantastic, Jeremiah. You're giving a lot of people gems in this. And it's so funny because throughout your journey, talking about your journey, we were talking about mindset things throughout the entire conversation. So my question to you, as we're getting to the end of our conversation and the brain portion of it, that I like to call the mindset. You talked about being someone that is thankful or having gratitude. We talked about being hardworking. That's like your one of your biggest identities and being humble. What would you add to that? Or what would you say is the summary of the mindset that you think you need to have to be Jeremiah?
1: The mindset is most definitely having a plan and being grateful. When you have a plan, you create intention. You have to understand once you write down them goals, you create an intent. you intending to do something. you really intending to do something. So once you complete that goal, you created that intent. And once that intent is created, you created a purpose, why you did it. So once you can stay rooted to why you're doing something, it will take you very far. You have to stay rooted, but it always go back to your goals. Once you reach your goals, be grateful for the good and the bad, because sometimes the bad can push you in another different direction that can be a blessing on the end, the other side of it too. So definitely have the mindset that you're going to make it no matter what. You you have to see it before you actually get there. I can't stress that enough. You write down your goals. You had to visualize all of this and you will reach your goals. It may take you a little bit more time and don't compare yourself to other people. LinkedIn is a great tool. It's a great tool to network recruiters, employers, colleagues, but you know, a lot of people sometimes get discouraged of just social media, period. Don't compare yourself. You have a purpose. You have goals. You have your own aspirations. You will reach them. It may take you a little time, but your journey is your journey. Once you reach the other side of it, just remember that reach back and help somebody else. It don't have to be monetarily. It don't have to be Nothing crazy or nothing like that, just give somebody some encouragement, and I promise you they'll probably never forget that.
0: Wow, wow, for everybody that is listening, for everybody that will listen in the future to this, there are so many gems, so many nuggets that you can take from this conversation that we've had, and I'm so excited to have you, Jeremiah, on here. Now, I'm gonna give you an opportunity, I feel like you said a lot already. I don't know if you want anything else that you want to say that you could just bless the people with one more time. I don't know if there's anything else that you were thinking of that you didn't get a chance to say, but I want to, the floor is yours.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I would like to close with this. Tech is a big thing and you may have some things in the news, but you have to understand that this industry is so big and the noise that is in the news That's not even making a real ripple. It's it's unfortunate for those employees and and things like that. It's really unfortunate. I have a lot of empathy for those people. And a lot of those people are very talented and they're going to land on their feet very quickly. What I'm learning in this industry that talent don't last long out there in the open. If you have some talent, you have some soft skills that turn into hard skills recruiters will reach out to you and they're going to snatch you up. And I think there's a lot of companies saying that and it's making these companies more competitive too. So just market yourself as a person that can be reliable. You're going to work hard and you're going to show up every day and can't go wrong.
0: You can't go wrong. Show them your value because you have value. You matter. Thank you so much, Jeremiah. For everybody that's watching, thank you so much for watching us today. This was episode two of Tech Niche Tips. Until next time, I hope to see you on the other side. Take care.